What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shots don't fall as the Hawks lose to the Kings in Sacramento. We'll talk about it all right here, right now, on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Devin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub coming to you the day after the Hawks lose to the Sacramento Kings. And uh, this was a very simplistic game, man. The shots just didn't fall for the Atlanta Hawks. Um, Hawks fall to the Kings 122 to 107 this is the first game of a West Coast swing which is kind of particular which is kind of wild like usually when teams go out west they like take like a West Coast trip like very rarely do you just go out there for two games and then come back but it is what it is case Sarah Sarah you know everyone has a a unique schedule in the league so I'm not really gonna I'm not really going to pontificate on what that is, but um, first things first, if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome into the pod. Um, Here we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. I'm your host, E-Dub, and um, we're here all year round talking Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, well, today we're going to talk about tonight's game. Just a few takeaways from tonight. Um, I actually watched the first half last night fell asleep because y'all know me your boys got to get up in the morning <laughs> so i um uh, i i i caught the second half this morning and uh it was kind of a tale of two halves if you want to say that but um yeah i didn't mention the um how i want you guys to connect with us and i said that all the time uh make sure uh, whatever social media platform that you're listening on make sure that you get at us uh facebook twitter instagram uh, we would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms. That is very big to us. 
and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. Got that out the way. So um, quite simply, this was a game of the Hawks um, (laughs) not making shots in the first half and Hawks making more shots in the second half. So it it, it was really a tale of two halves. If you really want to be honest with you, Uh, if I'm really honest with you, the um, of course, they were playing without Treyon, who was uh, in concussion protocol uh, for those who don't know he suffered a concussion in Saturday night's game against the Cavs trying to draw a charge um, I didn't even really see it like I mean I, I kind of saw him going to the, to the locker room I was like oh I guess he got hit harder than I thought but um, Trey's back home in the ATL while the team went out west and um, again the story for tonight's game is really like they just didn't hit no shots in the first half. Like they didn't hit no shots. Like, and I thought that they were getting like good shots. Like I thought the shots, the shot profile. Like I thought the shots that they were taking were good shots. You know, they just weren't hitting. You know, um, they didn't seem rushed. I, I thought that. And here's the crazy part. I thought the defense was in the first half was good. Like I thought the defense was really good in the first half. Um, they were getting steals. They were. I mean. I mean, Harrison Barnes was kind of eating all night. But, like, outside of that, De'Aaron Fox never really got cooking, you know. Um, Sabonis never really got cooking. I mean, he had 21 damn rebounds. But, like, other than that, like, it wasn't, like, a bludgeoning or a beatdown. It was just they weren't making those shots because, you know, they were out-rebounding them. They were doing good with the turnovers. And they were still down, like, 17 at halftime. <laughs> Which is wild. It is wild. I mean, they could hit nothing from three. Uh, Shooting 15% from three, 24% from the field. That's going to get you a 17-point deficit, even if you're doing everything else right. Right? Like, they did everything else right. They were rebounding. They were turning the ball over. I mean, they were getting turnovers. They weren't turning the ball over. Like, the turnovers were four to five at at, at, at halftime. And um, it doesn't matter, like, how well you play in the second half. Well, you're going to have to play really well to dig yourself out of a 17-point hole. And I thought the second half, they played much better. But they still were only to cut into that lead um, by two points. So I thought the second half, the offense started to get going. But... um, I thought the defense kind of laxed that second half. So defense, first half, you're playing good defense, terrible offense. Second half, your offense came around your defense. I thought it was kind of bad, second half. So, like, that is really, in essence, the game, you know. Uh, from an individual standpoint, I thought DeJounte Murray had a good game. Um, he had 30, what, let me, 35 points, 10 boards, 6 assists. Um, I thought he was aggressive, and he did what he normally does when Trey is out. And here's the thing. And so, like, let me talk a little bit about DeJounte. If you want to maximize what DeJounte Murray brings to your team, I think this is the role for him. I think this is the role for him. DeJounte Murray is a starting point guard in the NBA. He is a starting point guard who can play the two if you need him to. But getting the best out of him, the ball needs to be in his hands, and he needs to be your starting point guard. 
He needs to be your starting point guard. He is not a two guard. He has the ability to play the two in spots, but he's not your starting point guard. I understand what the Hawks were doing when they traded for him, you know, because what they've been missing for a long time is a backup. Someone that can say, hey, I can back up, you know, Trey when Trey's not on the court, yada, yada, yada. But I've been on record for saying many times that this combo just hasn't translated to enough wins for me now. Do I think you have to trade DeJounte Murray? I think eventually you do. Like, if you if you really want to make that step, you're going to take a step back. But um, I think eventually you do. But um, I don't think there's no I don't think you there's no hurry. I don't think you need to move him by deadline. I, don't, I mean, you got all summer if you want to move him just to move him. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's a good player. But. If you want maximize DeJounte Murray, if you want max DeJounte Murray, this is what he needs to be. Your starting point guard. And I don't know if you know this, but the Hawks already have a point guard. His name, his name is Trey Young. And he's pretty good. <laughs> and so like that this is like like the fit. It just it, it's not fitting for me. It's not fitting for me. But if the Hawks don't move, if the Hawks do not find a, a deal for DeJounte, and I think they will. I think he's going to the Lakers. I think a Lakers deal is going to happen. Um, word on the street is that um, the Hawks are just looking for a third team to send uh, D'Angelo Russell because they don't want D'Angelo Russell. So you take DeJounte Murray off this team, and then what do you have? You know, if, if you're getting a guy like, um, well, you're not going to get um, D'Angelo Russell. So I'm imagining that the rotation is just going to have to open up. Does Bogey become your starter? If that's the case, do you, do, you, do you start to see more of Seth Lundy? Do you start to see more of Kobe Bufkin? That would be my hope. That would be my hope. I, I've, I've kind of, and I listened to Brad's pod this morning as well. Shout out to my guy, Brad. Does a great job of Locked on Hawks podcast. Um, and he was saying that, you know, he wants to see more of Kobe. I mean, and I've talked to Brad about like, like, yeah, like let's see some more of Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Like this will be a great time for Kobe Bufkin minutes to really happen. You know what I mean? Like, like what are we doing? Like the Hawks are 10th in the, in, in the East that they're, they're playing, but like, Let's let's see some Kobe Bufkin minutes, you know, and my hope is if you trade DeJounte Murray, if you trade him, then you got to let these young guys cook. I imagine that any deal with DeJounte Murray is probably going to include A.J. Griffin. I imagine that's probably in the works. Um, I I, I don't think Clint is going to be here. I I don't I don't know. But that's just kind of like my thought. But I'm ready to see these young boys cook. And if. Um, coach doesn't like what he has with the young boys, go ahead and get rid of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no use to just having a guy like A.J. Griffin if you if he just going to sit on your bench. So move him, you know? Let's see what you got with Seth. Let's see what you got with Kobe Buffkin. Those are the young guys. They're going to let them take their bumps. I think that was the issue a lot of people had. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With Jalen Johnson. You know, a lot of people had that move with Jalen. Like, let him out there. Let him take his lumps, you know. So... I don't know. That's kind of my diatribe on letting the young boys cook, <laughs> as the young folks say. Okay, so let me pivot for a second. Let me get away from the game. And again, Hawks lose 122-107. Um, Hawks played a much better half, first half. I mean, second half than the first half. They just weren't making those shots, all right? So that was kind of the game in essence. But I want to look at this roster. I want to talk a little bit about the roster a little bit more, right? Word on the street. Well, it's not the word on the street. We can pretty much assume that it is pretty likely that the Hawks are going to move away from DeJounte Murray, right? If you're looking at the money, and I tell people all the time, if you want to know what a team is or where they're going, look at the money. So right now, the Hawks have five guys making over 10 mil. DeJounte and Bogey are making 18. DeAndre and Clint are making 20. And Trey is making 40. Right. So um, next year, Onyeka's price tag goes from eight to 14. That's the first year of his extension. You're looking to get Murray off the books. Bogey apply still be here. I'm guessing he'll still be here. You're trying to move on from Clint. You're trying to move on from Herder. I mean, I'm sorry, Hunter. <laughs> Shout out to, to, to uh, Red Velvet last night. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to see Kev. Anywho. It seems like you're clearing space, right? I'm not going to go into the whole diatribe of Tony not wanting to pay the tax. We'll get there when we get there. Um, My thing is this. If you're saving money, if you're trying to make space for a guy, are you looking for a guy to put next to Trey? Or are you looking to spread this money out and rebuild the team? Well, not rebuild. The word everyone is using is retool. Are you looking to retool the team and put better guys around Trey? And maybe Jalen is kind of like your Robin. Or maybe you do it kind of like Brooklyn is where you have a Miles Bridges and you just kind of have a good supporting cast. Could that be the case? What say you on my Twitter? I, um, I, I, I didn't put out a poll. I just asked a question like who is a guy you like to see next to Trey? And then I said, if there isn't a guy, is Jalen Johnson in just a better roster good enough to compete or good enough to get you where you want to go? Those are the questions. And so from there, I looked up free agent guys. Who was going to be free agents next season when the offseason hits, right? Tell you what, man. List is not that impressive. <laughs> List is not that impressive, right? And so let me just briefly, let me just briefly give you guys some names, right? 
and this is sorted by how much money they are uh, making now. So at the top of the list, Clay Thompson and Tobias Harris. Both of them guys make 37, 36 mil a year. No, no to both of those. James Harden, no. Gordon Hayward, no. Lowry, no. You got Siakam, which is very interesting. The only way I think that Siakam is even interested is if this thing with Indiana just blows up. Like it has to be like just overtly bad. It just has to be overtly bad and him to be like, all right, Indiana is cool. Let me see what's up, what was out there. And then maybe you have, you know, a chance at Siakam. But I would put that at like less than 10 percent. But I wouldn't close the door completely on it. I'll just say that. Kyle Lowry, hell to the nah. <laughs> and he just got traded. He just got traded to Charlotte. So, yeah, man, I, that's that's an ex nay for me. No one on, on Kyle Lowry. Another name I find fascinating there, though, DeMar DeRozan. Here's the thing. Hear me out. DeMar is a little bit older in the two. I think, one, if you do get him, you'll probably have to overpay for him. I think you probably have to overpay for him. He's making 27 right now. And I don't think you're going to get no discount. But if you can get him like overpay him, maybe like a two year deal, maybe a one year and an option or something like that. I don't think that would be the worst thing, to be honest with you. You know, he's, he can he can still kind of defend. You can play him at the two, you can play him at the three. So you don't really compromise Kobe Bufkin minutes. I think there is a pathway for DeMar DeRozan fitting in on this team. That's just my personal opinion. Buddy Hill, I think that ship has passed. Mike Conley, no. Joe Harris, no. Spencer Dinwiddie, yes. I'm good with Spencer. Again, with Spencer, I think you might have to overpay. He's making 18 mil right now. Um, I could see him fitting in on this team at a. Uh, yeah, I, I can just see. I can just see him fitting. I can just see him fitting. Um, you got other names like D'Angelo Russell, Gary Trent Jr., Marco Foltz, Valanchunas from uh, the Pelicans. No to all of those guys. You go on down the list. You got Robert Covington, Horton Tucker, Alec Burks. No. Malik, Bunk, Malik Monk. We saw him last night. He is, you know, having a great season. No way Sacramento is going to let him even, you know. I'm sure they're going to pay him what they need to pay him, you know. Grayson Allen, yeah. Can you imagine Grayson Allen and Trey Young in the same locker room? That's a no. DeLon Wright, ladies and gentlemen. DeLon Wright. <laughs> now, I understand. Washington, I think, does have their early his early bird rights. But I'm all in on DeLon Wright, man. You want to bring DeLon Wright back on home? Go ahead and make it happen. Go ahead and make it happen. I'm all in. Let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah, here's another sneaky name that I'm going to give you. And it may sound crazy and you may even laugh at me. Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. Yes, I know he's a little older in the tooth. But here is why you get an Andre Drummond. What is the one thing that Onyeka Okongwu does not do well? Rebound. What is one thing that Andre Drummond does do well? Rebound, right? So make a move for Drummond. 
You got your rebounder in there. You know Anyaka can play the four if he has to now because you've seen him pair it with Clint. You know what I'm saying? He's a guy you can throw in there. He's still valuable. He's still valuable. We saw what he did when they played the Hawks. The boy still has value. He's 30 years old. It's not like he's like 40. You know, he's 30. He's currently making $3.2 million a year. I think that, I mean, that's just my opinion. So, yeah. So out of those guys, out of that list, out of that first page and a half of free agents, the three best that I came up with was Spencer Dunwitty, DeLon Wright, and Andre Drummond. And a long shot on Pascal Siakam, but I think he's pretty much staying in Indiana. What say you? Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you think. What free agents would you like to see? What guys out there who may not be free agents or would you like to see the Hawks target? Because it's easy to say, oh, we got to get rid of this guy. We got to get rid of that guy. But you got to replace the roster spot. Are you all in on the rookies? Are you all good on Buffkin? Do you just want to see, okay, well, maybe AJ just need. I think the AJ thing is kind of sailed. I think that ship has sailed. I think that he's up out of here. I think it's about here, guys. That's just my opinion. I don't think that there is. I just think he's about here. What say you to this roster construction? So um, make sure that you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all those all those uh, platforms. Let me know what you think about the roster construction and where you think it needs to go. That's what I want to hear from. That's what I want to hear from. Looking at the Hawks' schedule, they have their next game tomorrow in Golden State. So, staying out west, and then they will be back home on Friday. Again, a quick a quick road trip out west, and then back home on Friday to take on the Dallas Mavericks. And they will begin another uh, five-game homestand. But it's crazy because these homestands can't even really, like... It's wild because like the um, <clears throat> the homestands come after you have like crazy road trips. You got the Mavericks at home on Friday. You got the Raptors coming in on Sunday. You have the Lakers coming in on Tuesday. Suns on Friday and the Warriors on Saturday. So those are the, that's the, the five home uh, games for the Hawks. But they got to take care of the Warriors tomorrow on uh on Wednesday. So what we will do is probably do like we did today. We probably will not have that our podcast right after the game. Probably have it the next day. Probably have it up. And uh, that's probably how we'll do it when they go out west, man. Because I'm not doing no pod in the 2 a.m. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna put a pod. We're gonna put a bow in this podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. Thank you so much for listening. Connect with us on social media. Like we always say, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know Him, you need to find Him. Showing some love because that's all he is showing you. L O B E love. We out. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.